John Omas podcast. Today we're going to start talking about Georgia Tech. It's a game that I think Omas won 42 to nothing, and it was a pure steamrolling at Bobby Dodd Stadium in 2022. Now, this is a game that, if you look in my library, if you go back to last summer, we talked about Ole Miss playing Georgia Tech and why Georgia Tech is not in the SEC right now. Because they tried to get Georgia Tech in the SEC, but Ole Miss and Mississippi State was against it because there was a rivalry that developed between John Howard Vaught and Bobby Dodd in the 1940s and 50s. It led to Georgia Tech, once they got out of the SEC, Basically, Ole Miss and Mississippi State saying no take backsies. So go back and check that video out as well. But this game has a chance to be pretty interesting because they've changed some changed some stuff that is pretty interesting as well. Now they went five and seven last year and four and four in the SEC, which shocks me as bad as that team was at the beginning of the year. Brent Key has got hired as the head coach. Buster Faulkner is the new offensive coordinator. Um, the reason I mention that is he is a cousin of Corey Burton, who is a, my partner in crime on SEC After Dark. Says it's been totally forgotten over the last four years and most of the last six, but Georgia Tech is supposed to win college football games. It's so great whenever they say that. I love that lead. Now, the key to the season is, according to this, is to find the running game. They have crazy, weird records when they don't rush for 150 yards in the game. So when Ole Miss's defense, Pete Golding has his work cut out for it because if they don't rush for 150 yards, they don't win the game. Now, some of that is the fact that Paul Johnson was so run heavy. And basically, if you held that triple option offense under 150 yards, they weren't beating you. But if you go back to 2006, they're 1-36 in when failing to get to 150 rushing yards. So that is pretty interesting as well. Now, if you look at the best transfers um, that they had, had them up earlier, but um, they got a linebacker in from Minnesota. Jeff Sims has moved to Nebraska. Um, that's an interesting situation with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Now, we are going to talk a little bit about how that Georgia Tech could be an effective unit against Ole Miss because I do worry that Ole Miss, after they just completely demolished Georgia Tech in Atlanta last season, there might be a little bit of a hangover. And I do think whenever you look at it, it's Mercer, it's at Tulane, it is Georgia Tech at home, and then it's at Alabama. The trap game in that scenario is Georgia Tech because everybody is going to point to the road game at New Orleans against Tulane. Everybody is going to point at the road game at Tuscaloosa, at Alabama, that Georgia Tech is just kind of there. So the potential is there for this to be a much more difficult game than the Tulane game was, and much more difficult than anybody should give it credit for. Now, early in the season, like I said, they've lost Jeff Sims. I think Zach Pyron is the quarterback coming back. He's going to compete with Haynes King, the transfer from Texas A&M. We all know about Haynes. That position will be a key position on the field because without quarterback play in modern college football, we can know that it is going to be a struggle for whoever is going up against anybody. 
It, it just is. But that is something you need to pay attention to. You need to pay attention on where they sit on Ole Miss's schedule, the game before and the game after. Georgia Tech is the sandwich game with Power 5 athletes to where it could be dangerous. Think Tulsa last year, but with Power 5 athletes. That's what could happen in Vaught-Hemingway before they go off to Alabama. And second of all, you could have a situation where Brent Key has this team just plucky to where they want to go, where they want to play football at a very high level. They're kind of jazzed up about this game. They're ready to go. It's early in the season. Now, if you look at their games that they have, they open the season conference game September 1st. I believe that is a Friday against Louisville. The following Saturday, they have a tune-up game against South Carolina State. Then they come to Oxford. Then they have Wake Forest. So they get into it in a hurry. They just do. Now, March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If you want to look at the FPI from ESPN, ESPN is saying that Ole Miss has an 89.2 chance of winning the game and a 10.8% chance of losing the game. There's obviously not a very high probability um, with Ole Miss. Now, I do think looking at Ole Miss's schedule and wins and losses, I think Ole Miss wins Mercer at Tulane, and I think they're going to beat Georgia Tech. If they don't, it's a problem. If, they, if Ole Miss starts anything but 3-0, and it's a problem going into the season. If you're looking for something to point at it, everything is going wrong, it is probably that they're starting something other than 3-0. and After this game and starting tomorrow, we're going to start talking about Alabama. We're going to start talking about LSU. SEC games begin tomorrow from this list. But Ole Miss starting 3-0, and Going to Alabama, that game is probably on CBS. That game is probably viewed at, um, by a ton of people as an exciting type game for the Ole Miss Rebels. I'm expecting a CBS type game, 2.30 in the afternoon at Alabama. Lane Kiffin probably shouldn't say get your popcorn ready, but that is absolutely um, something that we need to do. We need to get that popcorn ready, honestly. So that is what I think we're going to do through three games. I do think 3-0, and the preview, that is, that is more than attainable. Now it gets real. And now is going to determine how Ole Miss can move forward. Now I'm looking at this and I'm like, hey, Ole Miss is probably going to win a game that they're not supposed to win and they're probably going to lose one that they are. And whenever you look at how this season goes out, that is going to happen. So I'm going to try – and guess how that happens. But I do think Ole Miss will be in a very good shape after three games going to Tuscaloosa and Jackson Dart and all of this team will be in really good shape because we're not going to get into the breakdown right now, but Alabama's looking at a new quarterback. Um, Will Anderson is gone, new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, new positions, 
all over the field. The offense is going to look completely different. The defense is going to look completely different. All of this is coming together for a September game with the Ole Miss Rebels against somebody that has been a top 10 offense in the country over the last year. I'm already excited about talking about the Ole Miss-Alabama game. So I'll be happy to talk about that tomorrow as well. Um, tonight on the show, Pratt Rogers is going to talk. We're going to do a little buy and sell in the recruiting game. Tune in for that. But I do want to thank everybody for tuning in and making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe there. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I have my shirt on and everything. I've been partying and having a good time on the 4th of July when I recorded this. Hope everybody enjoys it. Tunes in, tune in for a little bit more normal shows moving forward. Anyway, take care. We'll see you tomorrow.